your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A very common New Year's resolution, of course, is adjusting your lifestyle to be healthier. And it might include eating healthier, going to the gym, even something simple as going for a walk. Although it can be a difficult transition. So how are you getting on with your New Year plans for healthy living or losing weight a couple of weeks in now? Brian Keane's book, The Keen Edge, shows Brian's passion for health and fitness. But it is a no-nonsense approach to losing weight. And Brian is on the line now. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? Good. So, Brian, you cut through the nonsense. You grabbed the reader at the very start of this book telling people how it is. Did you write it because there's so much information out there, people are a bit bamboozled with it all these days? Yeah, 100%. I wrote the book largely off the back. I've been working with people in the health and fitness industry for the last 10 years. And one of the common mistakes people were making was kind of how they were approaching the nutrition, how they were approaching their diet. And I largely kind of, at the very beginning of the book, call people out on the common denominator on why all the diets have failed in the past. But again, that's a very powerful thing. It can empower you to be like, well, actually, it's not the diet that's been the problem per se. It's been my approach to it. Uh, So the entire book is unpacking the approach to nutrition and the approach to your mindset when it comes into whatever diet it is you want to follow. And were you always a fit and healthy person yourself? Yeah, yeah. So I, I played GEA for most of my life and went kind of away from fitness when I was in my career. I was a primary school teacher for four years um, and then two of those years I was working as a personal trainer at night time and then made the transition over to it full time eight years ago, nine years ago now. And yeah, so I, I've been always sporting kind of into health and fitness myself. Um, but the most of the people I work with aren't. They're, they're generally primarily those who struggle with weight. They struggle with their body in general in terms of losing body fat and looking the way they want so although i've been into it all my life it's not necessarily the amount of people i work with it's normally people who fall outside of that what did you see by the way among kids about this when you were a school teacher a a little bit of miseducation as well because it's kind of grounded in and i and i get totally get where it's coming from one of the promotions when I was working as a teacher that I loved doing was I would always bring my kids out for PE and do a lot of physical education with them and teaching them lots of different kind of sports and things they could do because it's not really the diet side that's covered in schools. You can cover the fitness side, um, but there's definitely a lot of education that's probably needed at the school level when it comes to nutrition as well. But the training side isn't too bad and the fitness element isn't too bad. I think a lot of schools are doing that really well now, but I think the promotion with the, the food side is definitely something that could do with a little bit of improvement. Right. We're chatting to Brian Keane uh, Keen about his book, The Keen Edge. Now, I understand you ran the famous Marathon de Sable in 2018. You ran 230 kilometres through the Arctic Circle in the northernmost tip of Sweden in 2019. Uh, so, how does someone as fit as you relate to someone like me who isn't? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's kind of what I was saying about that, uh, what I do and the people I work with kind of falls on different ends of the spectrum completely. Now, I'm somebody that really enjoys fitness. Now, I'm not a, a huge lover of running. As somebody that's ran through the Sahara and ran through the Arctic, like I find those experiences very humbling. Like I'm, I'm you know, just for anyone that's unfamiliar with how I look, like I'm, I'm five foot eight. You know, I'm built like a hobbit. I'm not built to run long distances. Um, so I find it very hard and very difficult and very humbling. So I do get when people struggle with the nutrition and they struggle with a fitness regimen because I always struggle with my running programs. Um, and I think it's a case of I've been working with that population for so long that I understand and I guess 
that nutrition is hard and some people don't enjoy moving more and exercise. And what I try and do in the book is break it down into the things you need to know when it comes to nutrition and how to approach your nutrition and then finding some form of exercise regimen that doesn't feel like an exercise regimen. For somebody that might be going for a walk after work and being consistent with that every day, Monday to Friday. For somebody else, it's joining the gym. For somebody else, it's you know going out and going for a jog or going for a hike. It's about finding something that you enjoy that you can do consistently. And I think that's the approach when it comes to the fitness side versus you know what I would do myself personally, which is completely different to what I would recommend. And Brian, you mentioned the Monday to Friday thing because personally, I find it you know, reasonably easy to be more disciplined Monday to Friday to get a bit of exercise in, to be sensible in what I eat and, you know, generally speaking, don't drink alcohol. But the weekends are always difficult for me. And, you know, I I don't want to deny myself as completely as I do during the week at the weekends, but I probably overdo it. Yeah, and something I talk about in the book, because this is a struggle for a lot of people, because you have the routine Monday to Friday, and then it's normally a different routine on a Saturday, Sunday, it's harder to stay on plan. And the whole thesis of the book is, you know, it's not about what you do on a single day. It's not about what you do Monday to Friday. It's about what you do consistently over the seven days, consistently over the month, over three months, and finding something that doesn't feel like if you're following a diet, it's very easy to fall off track at the weekend because you're out of routine. Whereas if you start approaching things from a nutritional plan and you're including foods that you enjoy that's in alignment with your goals, you generally don't feel the need to go off it at the weekend because you're not being super restrictive during the week. Or if you want to go the other way, I talk about strategies like, you know, you're banking your favorite foods for the weekend. So you're being a little bit stricter during the week, but you're being a little bit more liberal at the weekend, but it's still helping you hit your end goal over the space of seven days. You're just not going all or nothing during the week and then all or nothing again at the weekend and you're just approaching it the right way Monday to, through Sunday so it's not just a Monday to Friday and then off plan completely Saturday, Sunday reset again for Monday. Right, we were chatting to Brian Keane about his book The Keen Edge Rewiring Your Mindset for Real Lasting Fat Loss so does what you've just said tie into what you describe as the myth of Magic Monday? Yeah, 100% like the, the analogy I use in the book Joe is that if I said to you there's a million euro buried in your backyard on a Tuesday evening, when would you realistically go and dig it up? You'd go grab your shovel and you'd be gone <laughs> and you'd be, you'd be outside straight away. And motivation's a bit like that. But with diets and training and nutrition, we know, and we've all done this, I've done it myself, where we'll you know be feeling good on a Thursday and say, right, I'm going to start my plan on Monday. I start fresh on Monday. Whereas what the argument I make in the book for the Myth of Magic Monday is you feel motivated now you can take advantage of that motivation now and then it's easier to get up and running. Like going from zero to one with nutrition or training is way harder than going from one to ten, i.e. getting started is the hardest part. And instead of waiting until Monday or the myth of magic Monday, if you feel good today, you feel motivated today, start today, and then it's easier to keep that motivation going as the week goes on. Yeah, and Brian, one other thing I absolutely love is you say uh, learning to take a break but not to quit is very important. Yeah, like I think what I talk about there is, and it's so easy for people to have that all or nothing, where if something's not going well or they fall off plan with their training or their diet or whatever, it's easy just to say, okay, I'm done with this. And there's going to be a time and a place when you can prioritize your nutrition and your training. You know, I would argue January is a really good time to do that. January, February, I would also argue on the opposite side that 
December and Christmas isn't the time to prioritize your nutrition and your training. You can prioritize other things, but you also don't want to quit it. You just take a step back slightly and you make small, you know, you don't have whatever you want for breakfast, lunch and dinner all the time. You're just being a little bit more mindful of what you're eating, but you're not quitting. And there's a big difference between quitting a nutritional plan or quitting a training program than taking a break backwards. And there's going to be a time when you can prioritize being a little bit more strict with your nutrition because you want to look great for the summer or for a holiday or for a wedding or for whatever. And then there'll be a time when you pull it back slightly. And I think that nutrition mindset, that nutritional plan approach kind of breaks that diet mentality, which isn't helpful for most people. Right. We're chatting to Brian Keane. He also has the Brian Keane podcast, of course. And we're talking about his latest book, The Keen Edge. And there's so much in it. We're only touching on it this morning. But one other thing uh, before we let you go. Emotional hunger versus physical hunger and determining the difference. Yeah, so in the book, I have a table that breaks down the two. One of the things that a lot of my clients struggled with, particularly the ones who would come in with, you know, emotional eating, which is normally stress-related, where they've had a stressful day or something stressful has happened and they're turning to food. And two check-ins, and, and there's, there's several in the book, but two good check-ins for people who struggle with kind of stress eating or emotional eating is realize that physical hunger normally starts in your stomach and and emotional hunger is normally above your neck. It's normally in your head. And physical hunger is normally gradual, whereas emotional hunger or stress-related hunger is normally very sudden. It comes on very quickly. And doing those two check-ins can help you to identify, well, actually, I'm not really hungry now. I'm acting or I'm eating out of emotion. And it's just a nice little check-in for people. All right. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Well, listen, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. That's Brian Keane. His book is The Keane Edge. He has uh, a podcast uh, as well. And hopefully a couple of weeks in now where maybe you are, you know, it's a classic time, isn't it, when you're starting to struggle a little bit uh, with uh, what you promised to do in the new year. Uh, That may have given you a, a little bit of extra motivation this morning. We certainly hope so. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.